Brothers, what is going on? I'm back. And I'm back to talk about a lot of this stuff that's going on nowadays. Now, granted, I feel a lot of this racial movement, this newfound love of black people is commercialized, bastardized, corporate stamp of approval, uh, astroturfing. It's all about an election. And I hate this shit because black people buy it hook, line, and sinker, allow ourselves to be used as political fodder or as the communists used to use, useful idiots. And we're essentially going to be the launching pad upon which Joe Biden is going to probably get the presidency. Okay? And what does that do for black people? Black people are so obsessed with Democrats, I don't get it. And I was talking, I I have a very close relative who I, you know, I don't want to have a divide with, but he's a hardcore Democrat. And I'm like, what is Joe Biden going to do for you? This is the problem. Because my own mom, has this mentality that she's like, we just got to get a Democrat in office. And I don't know, I envision in her brain, she like sees a Democrat president riding through a black neighborhood on a unicorn, handing out bags of money. That's literally what I feel a lot of like boomer black people envision. And that's why they're so blindly loyal to Democrats. They have that in their mind. But at the end of the day, they're not coming. That cavalry is not coming. That magical Democrat riding a unicorn is not fucking coming. The bag of money is not coming. I'm trying to get black people to see reality, not the world that they want. Black people want to see a fucking utopia. There ain't going to be no world without no motherfucking racism. You're going to have to deal with it. Oh, you want to eradicate white people? You don't need to eradicate white people. You need to get off your ass and I'll hustle them. Because you know what beats racism? Hustle. Hustle beats everything. Hustle will beat it. But don't play into their fucking hands. They want you to jump out the window. They want you to riot. They want you to go ham. They want you to abandon your children because they've got black women completely programmed and wrapped around their fingers. Well, fuck them. That's American black women. You want black children, find you a sister from France or Africa. Or if you want children, get a foreign, a foreign non-black woman. Or if you don't want children, hire a fucking surrogate. You got paths to victory in anything you want to do. You got paths to victory with these females. Oh, and I'm going to make another episode on this. This is going to be in its own episode. I'll give a little sneak preview right here. You cannot use a passport and a plane ticket to subvert the sexual marketplace. I think one of the best examples of that is that fucking show 90 Day Fiance, where you have these absolute train wreck fat sloppy ass most of the time trailer park ass Americans that are trying to dig into the third world melting pot of attractive people to find a mate now those people from those poorer countries will happily take you know whatever money you're offering them whatever deal not even so much money because a lot of these motherfuckers on identity fiance are broke but maybe the show's bankrolling it and whatnot. and so the, the, these relationships are farces, train wrecks. And you can't even get mad at these foreigns for taking the deal you're offering them. You're, you're offering them essentially, especially the women, a free plane ticket, free citizenship, and half your shit after they divorce you and leave with their fucking green card, their permanent residency. But that's neither being here nor there. And all the blackity blackity black black shit you see in all the celebrity tweets everybody with the black all these white people with the black fists as their their profile pictures black lives matter justice for brianna all of this shit 
And and don't get me wrong, the, the, those were murders, particularly George Floyd and Brianna. The the Atlanta one, no comment because I don't want to argue with motherfuckers. The dude who pulled out a gun in Detroit and shot at that black officer point blank. No comment because again I don't want to argue. But we need to have a real conversation about where are any of the and Marcellus Wiley on ESPN or was it ESPN or Fox Sports called these motherfuckers out because they were talking about dismantling patriarchy. Yo, black patriarchy is dead. D E D. I know how to spell. I'm just being facetious. D E D. Dead. Seventy-seven percent of black children are in the, the, I call it the gulag of black single motherhood. What more do you want? You got to get that other twenty. This, this, this is why. I, this is why. I. I don't hate black women in general. I hate their philosophy. I hate their greed, because. What I see from black women is they want to capitalize on the minority. The minority of black fathers in patriarchal households. And then you already know, black women are so hard-headed. Most of that 23, that 23% of black fathers that are home with their children in a mother-dad-kid relationship, of how many of those relationships are the, is the man just fucking cucked out of his mind? Now, hold on one second. I'm going to start this right back up. Just to be with an American black woman, you're having to put up with fuckery and you don't get with other women. It's just not there. Now, I'm not saying other women are better and other shit. I'm not saying other women are more attractive. But there is some fuckery with particularly American black women that you just get only with. There's shit that's exclusive to them. And that's why they're the least desired, you know, wife on the planet. Because they don't want to be wives. They're like all American women. This isn't exclusive to them. They would rather have the wedding. They don't want to be a wife. They would rather have the babies and the, and the validation of having children, but they don't want to be mothers. But what is exclusive to American black women is their fucking attitude, their, the hard-headedness, the matriarchy, the the e, e, the the zero to one hundred like immediate call and jump to violence. Like black women have terrible conflict resolution skills. Their immediate response to any type of conflict or difference of opinion anything immediately is to go directly to violence like violence is what they prioritize for them violence is number one so you have to ask is it them with all these outrageous demands and then you got here's the thing when a man when a man points all this bullshit out and is like hey just don't be like that hey if you keep all the weight because most of them are fat anyway you won't keep all that weight on your system fine but drop the fucking attitude and they don't want to do that and they got now they got woke ass white progressives writing articles about why they are justified in having an attitude because black men are dying in the streets yes we are yes we are mostly at the hands of other black men but y'all are not ready for that conversation you call that conversation racist I'm not taking away from the George Floyd type situations. I say we have, we need to encompass it all. I've been long standing on the hill saying we need to have it all as black people. I know I'm not, I'm not trying to be greedy, but I'm saying have it all as in this. All. Have it all as in black conservatives, black 
progressives, black commies, most black people are commies anyway, black uh, libertarians, black, uh, not apolitical people, and we need to have black people who fit into the the normal black culture, the the cultural zeitgeist, the thug and hip hop culture, the prison culture, the normal woke culture, but also we need to normalize letting in the black emo people, the black people who like country music, the black people who like heavy metal, the black people who may subscribe to more scientific or, you know, as far as their hobbies and whatnot, more uh, whatever academic viewpoint of life, more philosophical black people, more emo black people, more black people who may be rednecks, not necessarily rednecks, but like that go to rodeos and listen to country and drive pickup trucks and shit. So black people out there like that, we need to have them, we need to have all of that, all a consortium of black people, if you will, because they all exist. But at the same time, who do you see? Who do you typically think of when you think of black people? And why there's such a massive amount of caricatures of black people. Like that fucking Danielle Brigoli, little bad Barbie shit, fucking Takashi 69 Because we have such a narrow culture, it's easily emulated, repackaged, and sold by the same people who are posting Black Lives Matter right now. Because we have closed off the black community to everybody except thugs and woke black people. And then you go, here's the thing. That the, what's so crazy about the woke black people being woke is so valid to your blackness that now mixed people are completely able to just throw off the fact that they're half white now whatever you're mixed stop why why can't you embrace the fact that you're fucking mixed you are black and white you are both but mixed people for the most part in America thanks to the culture the, the, the dichotomy of the American black community being either a woke or be like thug, thug, hip hop, you know, kind of BET programmed, if you will. It's all programming. It's literally a psyop. It's all programming. So the black culture is simply a dichotomy. It's a dichotomy between you got half of black people either have to be woke, half the other half of black people have to be, you know, thug, hip hop, inner city culture, prison culture. Anybody else outside of that, that dichotomy, it's outside the cultural black Overton window. Now, I know the Overton window is political, but there's an Overton window of culture within the black community, and it's very slim, and it's a dichotomy, and it's very, very, very dismissive of anybody outside of that window. Any black person outside of that cultural zeitgeist is, as Joe Biden says, not black. Well, we're not here to have that conversation. I'm here to talk about black fatherhood. And in an uncomfortable way I'm talking about black fatherhood in the state that men want it not this black fatherhood where you're allowed to reluctantly be in the child's life if you beg the mama and you're living in this matriarchal situation where she makes all the decisions she basically has the biggest dick in the household she runs everything she makes all the decisions you're just kind of there you get to be in your kid's life if you don't make her mad because the black woman's jump to violence is zero to 100 and they have no intellectual capacity to debate or handle conflict without violence because their IQs are fucking lower than everybody else's but we don't want to have that conversations if you look at it, the IQ data, black men are smarter than black women. Bigger, stronger, smarter, more responsible. We take the majority of the bullets in the black community. We're the literal, the literal meat shield. Men are biologically and, uh, and 
evolutionarily the meat shields for women because they produce children and that's okay but the woman should know her fucking place and i'm not saying a woman has to be subservient behind a man or beneath a man but it's either at his side or behind him because you can't have it both ways you don't get to be above the man you don't get to be in charge of the man but yet still hold him 100 percent responsible financially and everything else and then sit here and act like black men have fell short or come up short because we don't want to live up to this unrealistic matriarchal demand of men. It's the same thing with the six sixes. We've been saying that women in America have these crazy demands, but they're none of them. Women want men over six feet tall. That's the top 14% of men. But these bitches, most of these American women are so fucking fat. They're not in the top 60% health wise. How many, what percentage of American women are fat? 50%, 60%. So bitches will be out here demanding you be six feet tall, top 14% man. They aren't even the top 40% of women when it comes to their physical fitness. What else? Most of these bitches can't cook. Y'all out here burning easy, and you're all out here burning minute rice. You can't make top ramen. You don't like cleaning. Your house looks like shit. Your hygiene is trash. Y'all got tampons and shit stuffed in between the mattress and the box screen because you're nasty as fuck. No, but this is mainly like nasty white girls from the inner, you know, inner city, not inner city, I'm sorry. Like country white girls that don't take care of themselves, but we need to have this conversation. I mean, black women are nasty too. I've seen some sisters with some nasty houses. But I'm not here to bash, as women will say. Uh, I'm glad, hopefully only men are listening because women would have long left because you can't criticize them. I'm so sick of trying to sugarcoat shit for women. Like, there are so much, like, YouTube has done another apocalypse. So the red pill is dead on YouTube. You have these milk toast male feminist fence sitters like Better Bachelor and like Tim Pool, who's a fucking male feminist I think um who's your, Coach Greg he is probably his days are probably numbered he needs to get on bitch shoot Coach Greg Adams cause I think he's still a little too red pilled for the, 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 the mainstream zeitgeist but neither being here nor there cause I wanted to end this quickly Black fatherhood does not get to exist in the state that black, where it's like, I'll allow it. Like, black women have this whole, I'll allow it type of attitude with this. And, and it's like, all right, cool. And you can see that clearly in the birth rate. You can see that the, the abortion rate in New York City is higher than the black birth rate. Men are fed up with it. And matriarchy is the death nail of society. Societies are doomed. This is just genetic shit where if you account for murder, if you account for abortion, you account for our bad health, dying of heart disease and diabetes and all this other shit and then you look at single motherhood, that is the primary source of births, all our black people are coming from single motherhood all of them for the most part and then there's the, t- the talented uh, Tommy Soto and my year talked about it like we literally only have a talented 10 and that number is being wilted away slowly for surely and in by primarily our own by primarily Black Lives Matter, but that's not even a black organization. That's George Soros' organization. I don't want an old Jewish man to give his opinion and thoughts on what the fuck a black family is or should be. He needs to fuck off. He's not black. This ain't his problem. This is our shit. We need to handle our own shit. But that's neither here being here nor there. I just need to ask. Once we get the orange man out and Joe Biden is elected and everybody goes back to normal and ignores black people and throws us back in the trash, we still got to live as black people every day. 
So I'm asking y'all to just be prepared to deal with that. Because you're going to be black after all this shit ends. All this blackity blackity black shit go in when we get a Democrat in the White House. The media is going to go into fucking power, you know, low power mode. MSNBC, CNN, all this shit y'all watch. CBS, New York Times, New York Post, Washington Post, LA Times. All that shit's going to go into low power mode. Young Turks, Vox, Now This, all that bullshit, well, they will have gotten their, one of their people into the fucking White House, and they will ignore you and toss you out. You won't see a single piece of legislation that will actually benefit you. And you're going to have to figure this shit out. There is no white Democrat riding through the hood on a unicorn with a bag of money coming. Let's get with it. Let's get it, get, get it in somehow, some way. If you got to go solo, do your own thing, as the MGTOW community would say, go your own way, then do that. Find your way to survive. Even if it is just for you, even if it is, I don't see, okay, last thing, I'll close right here. I don't think it's hedonistic. If somebody was like, you know, I don't want to have kids, I want to enjoy my life, and then, you know, whenever my days, whenever my last day on the earth is, it's going to be my last day, but I'm essentially going to balance my life up between doing what I want, pleasure, whatever you want to call it. But like, like if you live your life for you and that doesn't involve making a baby and having kids and a family, marriage and any of that shit, there shouldn't be anything wrong with it. In fact, there's nothing wrong with that. Fuck it. Life is short. I'm I'm not black pill or nihilist or anything like that, but like it's meaningless if you have kids anyway because men don't have power in that dynamic. So fuck it. And I'm not saying you should just say fuck it, but if, if that's you, because I'm always about somebody doing them. If that's what you, your, if that's your path, be happy and ride that path. Go down that path at full speed. Enjoy life, man, because this shit's short. This shit is short. It's 20, look at 2020. This shit's short. Kobe was going to a motherfucking game for this kid. Gone. Like that. You don't know when the fuck your time's going to be up. So you got to start today. Take stock of what you got going on right now. Enjoy today. See, I'm an optimist. What's it called? I'm an existentialist. I'm not a nihilist. I'm an existentialist. You have to take an existential account of the current inventory of what you got now, what you got access to now, and enjoy life from today forward. Take stock. Take inventory. Try to find what blessings you do have in your life, what good things you do have be a half blast full type of person and go on from there. We're going to fill in that glass up for the rest of your life. But that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. I am out.